Hi friend, my name is Melissa and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm a wife, mom of three, online nutrition and fitness coach, online course creator, and the owner of The Happy Party Co. The Happy Party Podcast isn't just any party. This is a happy party where you can come as you are and celebrate the big things and the not so big things that are going on in your life because all of the things matter. When you come to this happy party every Wednesday, we are going to help you see that you can succeed at those nutrition and fitness goals you've always wanted to accomplish. We will cheer you on as you go after those passions on your heart and strive to do what makes you happy in your profession. We are going to help you recognize that you can find happiness in the everyday, and we will hear from other women who are spreading happiness in all they do in this world. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally so you can shine your light. Sound good? Okay, my friend, grab a cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a glass of Chardonnay, put on those party hats and yoga pants, grab a seat, and welcome to the party at the Happy Party Podcast. All right, welcome, Anel Cervantes. Did I pronounce that right? Uh, Yes. All right, perfect. She is the host of the Brave in Her podcast, and I'm going to let her tell you her story about kidney disease and how a transplant gave her new life. Um, She resides in California, and she is the first in my Her Message series. So, Anel, welcome to the Happy Party podcast. Tell us about your story with kidney disease and what you've overcome along your journey. Um, So hi, Melissa. Uh, Thank you for for having me um, on your podcast and giving me the space to um, share my story. Um, So basically, um, I was born with kidney disease. Um, I was born with only one kidney, which is more normal than we think. But um, the problem that mine was, or my problem was that my kidney didn't really develop. So at the age of 12 years old, I needed uh, a kidney transplant. Um, so, but my parents knew from the beginning, from since I was born, that um, <clears throat> sorry, that I will need a kidney transplant someday. Um, and that someday came when I was 12 years old, um, and I received a. a a surgery to start dialysis because um, they had to put me on the waiting list at that point and um, I didn't have anyone to donate me just yet. They were te- they tested, I think, my, my dad. Um, they wouldn't allow my mom to get tested because she's my caregiver. Um, so then, you know, I had to be on the, the waiting list. Um, so I had the surgery for... Um, for the fistula, it's called the fistula, you know, to get dialysis. And th- that happened like the end of July of 1986, right? And then exactly a month later, um, my parents got the call that a kidney was waiting for me at the hospital. Uh, so they rushed me to the hospital. And I remember clearly, I mean, it's been almost 26 years, but I remember clearly that night when we got the call, exactly what we were doing around, you know, the time. Um, I remember it was Saturday night. We were getting ready to um, to go to church, and the phone rang. It was like six something, um, and so my mom picked up the phone. 
was uh, on a Thursday night. Um, you know, they rushed me to the hospital. And then the next morning, like around three in the morning or so, um, I was being taken to, to surgery. Um, I didn't know I was going to have surgery. I didn't know I was going to have um, a kidney transplant. My parents only told me, oh, you're going to go. We have to take you to get um, uh, x-ray um, or some testing, right? And I believe that because my whole life, I've always been in and out of the hospital getting tested and um, different things, right? Different procedures. Right. So um, they take me and then I already knew the hospital. I knew what exactly which, you know, what um, floor was for what. So when the elevator stopped at the sixth floor, I knew like it was surgery, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't stressing out or anything. Again, I didn't know it was, um, you know, I didn't know that it was my kidney transplant. Right. So then I go into surgery and then I still remember to this day when I, the first thing I did, as soon as I opened my, my eyes, I pointed towards my kidney transplant which is on my right side. Um, and I pointed and I told my mom here, you know, I have my new kidney here. My mom was like amazed. Like, how do you even know? Like, <laughs> you know, we had, you know, you had surgery or whatever, but, um, so yeah. And then, you know, my whole kidney transplant journey started then. And, um, I've been, ta- I've, I've been having to take, um, immunosuppressants since, since that day. Um, it's been almost 26 years. This August 30th will be, um, 26 years. Oh, wow. A fun fact is, um, my kidney donor, um, it was donated, you know, by, um, cadaver. So, um, you know, he deceased, but, um, he was 26 years old. I don't know about my, I actually don't know anything about my donor, but, the only thing that I know is that, you know, he was a male, 26 year old and healthy. And he must have been really healthy because, um, like I said, I'm almost, um, you know, August 30th will be 26 years since I've had the kidney and it's been a really good kidney. No, that's good. Yeah. So, and the, I, the expectation for like a disease, um, donor or disease, um, like donation, organ donation is maybe like 10, 15 years at the, you know, at the most. Um, and I, you know, my kidney has surpassed by far um, all expectations. Um, That's wonderful. I didn't know that. I was going to ask you what the, the quote unquote life expectancy of the organ that's transplanted, transplanted is. And so that's interesting. Yeah, it's a lot shorter than what I um than what I've had it for. Right. Um, obviously, there's some rare, like really rare occasions. Like even my transplant doctor, I've had the same transplant doctor since since I was three. Like I've known him since I was three, and even he, he you know, even him, like he he's amazed by like how long I've had my kidney transplant. So what happens? Um obviously you go to the doctor often to get checked and and such. So once that kidney, is there a chance that it will just stop functioning? And what happens in that case for those of us who totally don't Um, know? (laughs) 
Yeah, so a kidney trans that's actually a really good question because a lot of people think like, oh, you got a kidney transplant, you're you're cured, right? Right. Um, actually, there's no cure for kidney disease. Um, I think there's certain um, situations where if caught early on, it could be reversible. But like my kidney disease is not, there's no cure. It's a chronic illness. And um, a kidney transplant is just a temporary, um, you know, I guess, fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great one because it does give you a better um, quality of life. Um, but, um, yeah, at some point I knew from the beginning, you know, at some point I'm going to need another transplant because I was so young. Right. Um, and now we've started to have that conversation. I actually just started the process yesterday, um, to get listed again, on the waiting, um, the waiting list for another kidney transplant. Um, but yeah, it's not a, it's not a. It's not a cure. A kidney transplant is not a cure. It just provides you a better quality of life. Um, You don't have to depend on dialysis. Um, Dialysis is basically, you know, a machine that cleans your blood because your kidneys are not working. You know, they're not able to clean your blood. Okay. That's so interesting. Well, prayers to you as you wait if you're on that list again, and I know that it's, it can sometimes be a long wait, but is, is your doctor concerned? Like, is there a rush to get you a new kidney or are you good for now? Um, I'm good for now. We're just starting the process just to do it early on. Right. Um, just to be prepared for, you know, the time that I do need it. Um, because last time, um, I'm not sure why, um, because I was young, I didn't have these conversations with my doctors when I first had the first kidney transplant. So I'm not sure why um, they waited until I needed, uh, you know, dialysis and I needed a kidney transplant. You know, for me, it was I was really blessed and lucky to get it right away. Um, there are people that are waiting forever like they're waiting years or some of them even die on dialysis because they never received a a life-saving transplant right Um, but this time around um you know we're noticing a trend and um you know in my lab work so we're just getting prepared putting me on the waiting list and um testing i have some potential um living donors that could get tested and doesn't mean that I need the transplant now or tomorrow. It just means like we're getting ready for when, when I do need it. Right. Well, that's so interesting. Thank you for sharing that. So, but now that you're in your later thirties, you're, you're in your later thirties, right? I'm not. Yes. Okay. I'm 30. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> now that, so now that you're there and you look back at all you've been through what has been something that has been a positive throughout your life, despite the trials that you've been through because of your kidney disease? So I would say my kidney disease, because even though, yes, it's very painful and it's very isolating and, you know, emotionally, physically, and mentally very exhausting to go, to have to go through, um, you know, any, I think any chronic illness or any illness, um, But I see it as a positive and I think I've always seen it this way um, that I'm going through it so I can help others 
Yeah. Um, not that I consider myself strong all the time, but I might be stronger than maybe, you know, another person and me going through what I'm going through and, you know, sharing my story might help someone else. Absolutely. No. Yeah. As you know, I have the MS and the same is true. We have our stories so that we can help empower other people to get through theirs um, when they feel weak. We don't have to be strong all the time, right? It's um, nobody is. So being vulnerable enough to share that, I give you a lot of credit because a lot of people don't, but the people who don't might start because you did. Um, And then that just that trickle effect of empowering other women and men that are dealing with these things um, is, is super powerful. Um, so clearly you could use this test with kidney disease in your life to hold you back, but you aren't doing that. So what have been, what are your biggest goals and aspirations and how are you making those come to life? Um, I think as I get older um, for me is to just inspire others to help others because at the end of the day, like, I guess when I was younger, you know, my goals were, I don't know, have a business or make money or, you know, have the next degree or whatever. Right. But as I get older, um, I realize that none of that matters if someone else is not impacted positively, positively, sorry, that is just like a little tongue twister for me, but um, (laughs) you know, if, if I'm not, inspiring other people to be brave um despite of what they're going through then what is my purpose in in this life what is the purpose of me going through all this you know pain that i've gone through my whole life right that's powerful so empowering others to be brave while you're being brave yourself yeah and also advocating you know um, like I said, I might not be the strongest person, but, um, you know, advocating for just not myself, but for others that don't have a voice or they think they don't have a voice, you know, right. uh, just being that voice for, for others. Yeah. And I think, so that's an interesting thing that you just said, I might not be the strongest person, but I think people listening need to hear that you don't need to be the strongest. I mean, what defines the strongest person? we all have our days, right? And I think just being authentically you is super important and helping others. A lot of people out there probably don't know what kidney disease is or what your kidneys do for your body or any of that. So educating people on that piece, but also this is what to look out for. These are the questions to ask your doctor. That kind of stuff is important too. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you for um, giving me the space to like share, um, you know, my journey and hopefully someone, you know, someone that's listening and it's going through, you know, similar stories that they can be inspired and, you know, not feel defeated by a diagnosis. Absolutely. What has, um, I'm just curious, how has your journey affected you physically and how have you overcome that mentally so that you're at a place where you can still shine that light? Um, so with taking immunosuppressants and, um, I mean, it's not just the immunosuppressants, but I'm sure for other people taking just medication, um, you know, the side effects of that, 
those medications could not only um, not only impact you physically, but also mentally and emotionally. And um, so physically, I've had a lot of, um, you know, just side effects from, from medication that I didn't even realize till now. But um, actually, just like a few weeks ago, I was going through um, side effects of my medications. And it was, it's only three that I take that are immunosuppressants. Yeah. And for those three, it was like a seven page long, like of side effects for oh, those three medications. And I was going through them and highlighting everything that I've experienced. And it was a lot. I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yep. Okay. Yes. That, you know, I've definitely experienced that. Um, but I think what has helped me is that honestly, like, I don't know any better, to be honest, like I was born with kidney disease and I've had kidney disease my entire life. Like, I don't know. um, I don't know if I would be this, I guess, brave or this, I don't know if I would have the same mindset if let's say I was born, you know, quote unquote normal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, later on, like in my adult life, I got kidney disease, right? right? That's, that's a whole different experience. Um, You know, you were like, I don't like to say normal, but like, quote, unquote, normal, you know, you live a healthy life. And then all of a sudden, you have kidney disease. Um, I think that's what has helped me not, um, you know, just overcome mentally, because I just don't, I don't know any better. You don't know any better. Yeah. It's your, it's your norm. And, um, it's very different than say, well, for me, it's easy example. I know what it was like prior to having MS and I know what it's like to live with it now. Um, but for you, it's, it's literally your norm, but regardless of that, you don't live in the space of woe is me. You're looking forward. How can I become better? How can I help others? So that's very admirable. Yeah. My thing is that, um, and I, ever since I have memory of this, um, it's always been like, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. And don't get me wrong. Like I do have those days where like, why is this happening to me again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just, I have a pity party, right? Like we all do. I just try not to stay in that and kind of like not ignore it, but like, feel through the feels and go through that. And then the next day, okay, it's time to like move on and focus on something else. Right. Amen. You have your time, you think about it and then you move forward. Yeah. Because Because sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say it's very easy. I think that's harder to do because it's very easy to just say like, Oh, poor me. Like, you know, I go through so much, I take all these medications, and I always feel sick, and, um, you know, just, just feel sorry for myself, and then that's not gonna, that's not going to help me with mentally, physically, or emotionally, I'm just gonna be, like, down all the time. Yep, and it's gonna cause other issues. Right, because everything's connected, your physical, and your mental, and your emotional, it's all connected. Amen to that, my friend. Um, do you have anything else that you want to add? Any, anything you want to say to the listeners, Anel? 
Um, I just want to say that, um, you know, if you're a healthy person, um, just, you know, feel blessed and um, don't take your, your ability and your life for granted. Um, and if you're going through something, uh, through, uh, you know, chronic illness or any kind of illness, like, you know, please, like, look for a community um either a chronic illness community or a community like in my case like a kidney disease disease community um that helps a lot like just just so you know like you're not alone um because i made that mistake almost like my entire life um not wanting to talk about my disease and then um not having that community so i often felt alone um but just finding that community you get to, you know, talk about um, what you're going through with someone that understands what you're going through. So just, just find your community, I guess. I would, that's my, um, my advice. No, that's a great piece of advice, and I appreciate you giving that. But speaking of community, where can the followers of this podcast find you? Um, so I have uh, a podcast as well. It's called The Brave and Her. Um, so you can follow me um, at on Instagram at the Brave and Her, and um, my podcast uh, is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, YouTube, and it's by the same name, the Brave and Her. Awesome. So what I will do is I will link all of that in the comments for everybody. And thank you so much, Anel, for sharing your story with us and um, I just appreciate you opening up and being a part of the Happy Party Podcast. Everybody just go to the show notes and you'll get her link so that you can listen to her podcast as well. But thank you, Anel. Thank you. Thank you for spending some of your 24 hours with me today. It was such an honor. I would so love it if you could go and take a snapshot of the show and share it with your social media. Tag me too so that I can thank you personally and enter you into our monthly listener drawing to receive a special gift from me. If you could leave us a review, that would make us so happy too. That's it for now, but I will see you next time. Well, I'll talk to you next time. Until then, be well and be you.